Actually, there's some noise. VP at your end looks like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's better. Okay. So uh, I'm going to kick off today, and uh, I just want to, you know, connect some of the things what we were just discussing uh, uh, sometime back. So basically, you know, we formed a separate group for Chaturmasa, where we are four, five of us. You know, Ajay, VP, myself, Vivek Mittal and uh, my brother and is there anybody else is it all in the group yeah yeah that's it and so um, you know in the hope that you know we will support each other in this long journey and so uh, one of the things which uh, i think it was uh, uh, maybe uh, vp who did that first he wrote down a list of things what he would want to do during this in the next four months Right, and uh, you know some other things. What he wrote, of course, nothing was about food. He, didn't, he did not write anything about what he would do about food, but he wrote about you know what he would read and uh, how would how many times he would meditate per day, uh, per week, and uh, things like that. And and uh, uh, and Ajay, myself, we also shared we shared what what we would do. And then one of the things that I prompted the the guys to think about is for each of the line items what they have written down. I asked them to bucket it in the under one of the sadhana chatushtaya so that it becomes easier for them to understand what exactly are they doing and how it ties to the theory of what we are learning on the tatvabodha and it was very interesting in terms of you know how uh, each one of us have perceived what what a simple mundane task like you know reading something or you know doing something or not doing something how does it uh, perceive how how it is mapped onto it so it's a pretty interesting thing because you know uh, there's no there's, there's no there's no use of theory without practice and this 146 days is like a big tiksha first of all to you know uh, control what we are eating not just the kind of food that we are eating but also the portion what we are eating but also at the same time you know uh, it gives us time it gives us mind space for us to figure out what we can do and what we can't do and then we are making some deliberate attempts at doing some things and deliberate attempts at not doing something. And that's the beauty of what we have resolved. Hopefully, everything should go well in the next uh, 144 days. 49. 42 40. days. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it's actually a total of 149, uh, Rajesh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, VP, you know, I want to, uh, maybe, you know, for the benefit of, uh, uh, you know, Rajan and uh, Alpana and uh, Anu, Maybe we should talk about that and bring that aspect of specifically some of the specifics what we have said, so that you know they can better relate to the sadhana chatushtaya sampati that we are talking here. Maybe that will be a good way to start off this. So you you want me to speak? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. so I think for me the 
uh, interesting part is that um, certain things could be categorized in more than one bucket. And, uh, you know, for example, uh, let's say, um, I'm trying to remember which confused me the most. So, for example, the whole Chatur Masa thing could be said as a Titishtha or as a, as a, you know, something which you are, uh, plus it could be something that you are giving up, right? So it could be Dhamma too. So I think that's where, you know, one of my main challenges was as to how do you bucket these things into one segment? Because for me, like, let's say some of that Chatur Masa is also about Vivek because you are discriminating about doing certain things and not doing certain things. So that's where, you know, I was getting a little unclear about can it be multiple buckets for a thing that you are doing? Um, so that's really, you know, what I was asking Rajesh in the group also that um, there is no one-to-one correspondence. It could be, in at least the way I understood it, it go into multiple buckets. Yeah, I would, uh, I can well imagine how that is. For me, for a lot of things, I mean, as I've been reading, I've found that to be the most challenging. How do you, you know, especially when we were talking about the, in the first set of reading that we did, you know, how do you put them into the four specific things? It's very difficult. Because perception becomes such a big thing, isn't it? Yeah. No, I had the, I had the same sort of, uh, uh, you know, thought. So, for example, one of the things I said to myself is that I would not uh, snack between meals. Right? And I gave myself some latitude by saying, I can cheat once a month, which I thought was, was, was fair. But then on, on that aspect, I was like, it is Damaha because I'm trying to control my senses, right? At the same time, it could also form and fall under uh, Vairagyam, which is uh, being dispassionate about it. Uh, and, and in some ways, I'm realizing that, you know, and I've, I've, I've done this for about four or five days now, and I realized my desire to snack has gone down. Uh, it's early to say that, I have to say. I mean, I, I do sort of, you know, you know, knock in some, some dry fruits once in a while. But yeah, I mean, I think what, what I realized is that over time, you, you do sort of develop that dispassion. So I think a good example is sugar, for example. I mean, I've not been eating sugar for, I mean, artificial sugar for, uh, for a few months. And I'm totally fine with it. I mean, I, I'm, I've got a big sweet tooth. So I think if you practice some of these things over time, what you realize is that a lot of these things just come to you, which is, I think, something which uh, which I quite sort of relate to now, having experienced some of those. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, uh, uh, VP and Ajay, I think the whole idea of why we want to discuss this was, first of all, you know, the way that I think about it is, you know, think about it like, like a noodles, right? You know, you can't take one noodle and only one will not come out. So if you're doing Damaha practice, you know, Titiksha, Shamaha will quote-unquote happen in different percentages, right? But in your mind, you've got to think, what is the primary purpose of what you're doing? And where does that fit in? If you think that is Titiksha, that's okay, right? Because then you your intention will get diverted into practicing that Titiksha rather than practicing something else. So, for example, let's say, you know, eating sweets, right? 
you know, if you if you think that that's a titiksha that you want to try for this longer uh, duration, then you will you will not be guilty if you eat one or two days in between. But if you try it as damaha, what is going to happen is every time you are very clear that I should not eat it. There's a big mm. difference between both. Right. That's a, that's an excellent distinction, actually, Rajesh. I think that's that's very interesting because I was also inclined to think that you are practicing one thing primary, and the rest are you know there. Uh, but I think when you really sort of get to the core, the answer comes to you that where are, where is the focus? And I think that's a very exactly. very very good example to say that if you eat sweets once in a while, like. Ajay is talking about having uh, that snacking bit, then that comes to tiksha as opposed to dama. If you were very very hard about it, so that's a very interesting yeah. distinction. But I wonder if it also works for, let's say, for example, uh, shraddha uh, is another one that you know uh, that I was struggling with. So let's say listening to uh, you know Swamiji's lectures, etc. Uh, does that that definitely qualifies as shraddha, uh, but doesn't it also come into vairagya, for example, right? That's what I was uh, thinking about because you're trying to move away from, you know, day-to-day -day stuff also. So there are certain things where... Are you the talking specifically about the Swami Swarvapriyananda's lectures? Yeah, yeah or uh, uh, Parmananda's, uh, Swami Parmanandaji's lectures also. So, right, any sort of... Maybe more of Vivek as well, right? That's what I'm saying. So that's exactly my point that it becomes uh, a little bit uh, difficult. But I guess the way I resolved in my mind is that some things are as clear as what Rajesh was just talking about. And some things are going to be a khichdi. And that's okay because it's all, you know, part of it. So that's how I have sort of resolved in my mind that it's okay not to get caught up in it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on that bucketing part. Yeah. Yeah. And and at some level, you know, uh, I was reflecting on what Alpana, you had said, which is one follows the other. Uh -huh. right? And and in some ways, I thought there was a bit of a reversal, at least in my mind, because, you know, uh, resisting something or resisting the urge to eat something, you know, requires uh, some amount of pratiksha. Uh, you know, you need to kind of do that. And then it also involves controlling your senses, which is which is tamaha, right? And I'm not sure which one comes first, to be honest, but I thought the first thing is to build it. Same. I think what you mentioned was Vairagya. So Vairagya, yes. Shat Champati are actually all at the same level and they are... Oh, I see. Okay, so that, the, the four steps is what you're saying, yes. Yeah, the yeah. first thing is Vairagya because you want to be dispassionate about it. A little bit. It helps. And it you will notice that it helps. And if it doesn't, go back to Vairagya a little bit. Otherwise, go back to Vivek and listen to some of those lectures and they... they no, then... that's a good point, yeah. That's a good point because you're right. I mean, if I don't have Vairagya, my yeah. ability to do the the shatta sampati shatta sampati is, is is lower because I just don't have that conviction in a way, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, and 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 I, I can I can only tell 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 you both of you right who are who are joining this chaturmasa for the first time. It it'll just stay with it. You know, it'll go through sinusoidal waves of uh, you know. But if you're clear as to what is the uh, uh, purpose why you're doing it, sometimes you know it becomes very easy for you to say no to some things, and sometimes it'll be very easy for you to, you know, eat something or 
not eat something without feeling any guilty about it that's what i'm trying to tell you so i think okay. the reason why i state that is in our spiritual practice also sometimes we end up having a lot of guilt complex right oh am i doing the right thing into in this or not that that comes some sometimes or am i doing the right thing at all there's no reason for uh, for being uh, for thinking like that because as long as your intentions are, are honest you know sooner or later it will all come come together yeah there'll be some errant days when you will have to you know astray go astray it's okay yeah, yeah at the same time you fall and you get up but don't become accustomed to falling and getting up <laughs> <laughs> which, 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 which is the challenge which is a challenge because you know what happens to me is that if i stop doing something yeah. right it becomes easy okay yeah. so if i'm not eating uh, sugar i'm totally fine okay yeah. but if like around diwali for example i say yeah. okay this month i'm fine okay because yeah. it's festive time and then you know it's just very hard i just go back into my sort of old correct, habits correct. right yeah. just because i have a sweet tooth so it's you're right i mean it's a question of developing that that passion really uh, over time yeah which is which is not straightforward yeah i'll give you example i really don't know why all the festivals have to come in this four months so <laughs> <laughs> exactly that is worrying me because it all goes all the way to the end of november so <laughs> that's okay hmm. sorry alpana you're saying something so is giving example so um, we go for skiing every year and i am the weakest link so you know first time when i went skiing i mastered the art of falling so but the problem is now as soon as my speed increases a little bit i fall <laughs> because so that's what i was saying you just get so accustomed to oh, this is a way out just fall and then you can get up and go anyways but but as yeah. a i don't <laughs> ski through the slope at all <laughs> So, you know, yeah, need to remind myself. <laughs> I can, yeah. but I shouldn't keep falling. <laughs> yeah, Rajesh, I think what you were saying is, if I may add one thing, I think that's why for me the setting the goals helps a lot, because then you know you are just going back and reminding yourself mentally that this is what I'm committed to. So I need to make sure that you know I uh, don't keep falling in Alpana's lingo. <laughs> I like uh, what Kishore had suggested that FIR is very very important. The yeah. frequency, yes. <laughs> the intensity, yeah. and the recovery. Yes, <laughs> rebound or recovery. Yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to add one more uh, thing there. Um, so you committed, but uh, if that is based on a value that I mean, if you value that, right? You know, how much value did you assign to the the whole goal? Uh, if that is high. Then the commitment remains strong, and if the commitment remains strong, you will do the right thing, right? So it kind of falls into a chain. True, indeed. Right. Okay. So that's that's uh, the brief interlude and in, you know intro to what we are doing on the Chaturmasa side and how it ties to uh, Sadhana Chaturshtaya Sampati, and I hope that. Uh, you know you guys learned a little bit about our sweet tooth and all those things today <laughs> I'm so, uh, sorry rajesh i didn't uh, join but i'm already under you know eat and doing so many things now anyway so i don't i don't know if i'll be able to add more to it <laughs> <laughs> no no we we were uh, I'll, I'll i'll take it offline with you kishore and i'll explain that to you okay
Yeah. So anybody can start off uh, wherever you you based on what you read and you know what you want to discuss. We can start off. So I think uh, so if I can start off. I mean, I think uh, we talked about the we read about the self and the non-self, the atma and the anatma. Yeah. And I think one thing which sort of really struck me, uh, and it kind of sounds very obvious now, uh, is the whole sort of thing about independence and the fact that, you know, I mean, you think about Atma as Satya and Anatma as Mithya, but to me, the one thing which sort of just caught my attention was just the fact that Atma exists independent of the Anatma and the Anatma is totally dependent on Atma to be sentient. And and it's not an obvious thing when you sort of start with it. But now that you think about it, it kind of it sounds very, very powerful. So to me, that was certainly a kind of an eye opener in a way. About the difference between the two. And then if you kind of bring it down to sort of the, the, the actual sort of cross body level, etc, you realize that, you know, we we just we just the the whole thing that Alpna you said about Maya and the fact that it is a it is a mythia, you know, just kind of dawns on you quite nicely because it's really the consciousness that's shining on us, uh, as opposed to us being independent. Very good point. Yeah, and Ajay, you know, I I like the way that you said independence because. And I'm trying to connect to something that we discussed some time back. So it is kind of you know, gets in as a reminder for that. You remember we discussed about, uh, you know, how we show this uh, arti in the temple. And there is a shloka what uh, they say, Natatra Suryo Bhati. Basically, the meaning of the shloka, just to remind you, is that uh, even the sun doesn't, uh, uh, sun doesn't shine on its own. or It cannot shine on you to illuminate you. And the moon cannot illuminate you. What 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 this mere mere you know arti that I'm showing you it doesn't eliminate you because you are self-eliminating. You are not dependent on anyone to eliminate. Oh, you are yes. self-eliminating. So it's a, it's a kind of reminder for us to say that okay that entity that that entity what is known as atma or paramatma or brahman or whatever that doesn't require any uh, uh, it doesn't have any dependence of sorts any sort. Exactly. It's independent entity. Yeah. So uh, another thing that uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys have uh, uh, caught caught it is uh, in terms of uh, you know the distinction between the uh, subtle body, right? The 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 components of subtle body, and you know the way the, that we normally use the word mind in English, and I think the way that uh, the mind is used in uh, in the context of Tatopada is very different. I hope you guys got that distinction, right? Mm -hmm. Do you want to elaborate that? Yeah, sure. So when we say, for example, in English, when we use the word mind, we mean all the faculties put together, which thinks, which uh, has emotions, which has memory, all those things. But whereas in the context of Tatopada and the text, what we are reading, mind is basically limited to one part of it, which is the emotional mind. 
and intellect and memory are distinct. And then there's another one called ego, which is these are the four different components, which normally we call it as mind in English language. But here they are separately separated out because each of the treatment uh, for each of them is very different and the functions is very different. Okay. And, and I think that's where I think Sanskrit. Uh, is that, is that the bit, same uh, thing? Alpna, uh, you uh, use the word antakaran, which is the combination yeah. of all four. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, the word antakaran itself is very beautiful because it's a current, it's an instrument. Anta is inside. It's an in instrument yeah. inside us. That means it can't control us. We have to control it. That's the whole idea. You're on mute, VP. Yeah, so Antakaran, you're saying is all these four things put together. Put together is Antakaran. No, I can hear you. I can hear VP. Yeah. No, I just, I had just a clarification, I guess. So I understood. For me, the challenging part is the causal body. I think mm. to understand the causal body, I found it very uh, difficult to get my mind around it that what are they talking about um, and and I think uh, I'm still sort of processing it you know it hasn't yeah the gross body is very easy to understand given what we have been talking about subtle mind and subtle body is also uh, understandable given you know we have been talking about these four things in previous discussions but I think the causal body is something which is very new and uh, that's something I think I thought I'll take a little bit more time to just understand. But if, if uh, you know, you guys can give a little bit more color on that, I think that will be useful. I can go into a little bit detail if you want on the cost yeah. study. So, sure you want? Sorry. No, no, please go ahead. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Okay. So, so if you take pure Brahman, it's Shakti is known as Prakriti. Prakriti, or sometimes you call it as Maya. Now, Prakriti has those three gunas, right? Sattva, Rajatam, right? That we had discussed briefly. Now, what is Shakti? Shakti is like the fire can burn. So the burning power of fire is like the Prakriti for Brahman. But fire's power can be stopped. Say you cover cover an object with some chemicals so that it doesn't burn, right? So the burning power can come to an end, right? In, the, in that sense. So that's how that, even though this Prakriti is the power of Brahman, but it's not always existent in the sense, it, that's why it's called Mithya. Mithya is because Mithya doesn't mean that it is untrue, but it is not true either. Um, but uska baad kar sakna. So I don't know what's the English word for baad. Um, say I'll give you an example. Um, if there's a rope and in dim light, you take it for a snake. So now what is this? Illusion. Snake? Yeah, illusion, which can be through knowledge. It Superimposition. Can be, it can be removed. Baad is you can remove that illusion. Then it's mm. not, right? So that's how that mitya part is. So what is this? this illusion doing, it has two purposes. One, it, avaran, avaran is obstructs the actual object. 
So that's one aspect of this illusion or the mithya. And what is the second one? It shows you something which it is not. So in Hindi, they are called avaran and vikshep. Avaran is you obstruct it, you veil it. So similarly, this maya, what it has done, it has created a veil over this Brahman. And it shows it as something else which it is not. And that we call as the world. Okay, so 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 that's the purpose of this. That's that's the that's the role that this this prakriti plays. It covers Brahman and it shows Brahman as something which it is not. Okay. So now going back to those three gunas, sattva, raj, and tam. Sattva gun, when it is in pure form, it can, it is like a shining mirror which can reflect Brahman as it is. So you can see in it, right? So when you take the entire Sattva gun which is present in this world, in this universe, that is known as Maya actually. And that is the Upadhi of Ishwar. But because it is pure sattva gun with very, very minimal rajo and uh, tamo gun, Ishwar never has a doubt. And, and it is, so it is sarvagya, it doesn't, it knows everything and it is sarv shaktiman, it can do anything and it is sarvvyapat, it is there everywhere. Because it knows and it has no doubt about the Brahman. Now, when this sattva gun is mixed with rajogun, I mean, there'll be very little tamogun, but mainly it is adulterated with some rajogun, that becomes us individuals. And they are known as avidya or ignorance. Yeah? So we are, so why am I telling all this is to come to that point of ignorance that it says that causal body is ignorance. And this is the, the unit where it is still primarily sattva gun because it has to reflect the, the Brahman and it has some portion of rajogun and tamogun and that percentage varies and hence there are infinite number of combinations possible to create an individual unit known as individual jiva. So this malin sattva gun along with the Brahman it is occupying and the reflection of Brahman in it is known as the causal and it is the ignorance, it is the avidya. Because it has little bit of rajogun and tamogun mixed in it, we are not clear about what Brahman is. So our mirror is not clear. And the idea of all these practices to, I mean, Kishore keeps saying, when Rajesh keeps focusing, this whole Chaturmasa will help you do that, is to increase that Satogun in yourself so that this you can see this Brahman clearly. Or this, when I say see Brahman clearly, the Brahman will reflect clearly on it. Because if you look at any of the insentient objects around, they are primarily Tamogun. So we call them unconscious because they are not conscious beings because the Brahman cannot reflect on them. So anything which can reflect pure Brahman becomes 
gets that consciousness from Brahman. But the, uh, these uh, insentient objects, the jad objects, which are primarily thumb, they cannot. So this ignorance part, I thought was slightly more clearer. If you understand this, where does this ignorance comes from? It comes from Satogun being mixed with Rajogun and Tamogun. And it is limited because, see, the, the Satogun that Krishna has, which is the whole Maya, we have to borrow a little bit of Satogun from there because that entire Satogun is Ishwar. Right? So each individual is actually taking little bit of Satogun from the Ishwar mixed with little bit of Rajogun. And that becomes our limited because our understanding we think is, is limited to this. And what that ignorance has done is it has covered the Brahman for us and it shows. So, so what it shows itself to be that I am I. That is where the Antahakaran comes in. So this is in seed form. And when it becomes the subtle body, that ego comes from here as the first thing, I. So instead of Brahman being the I, which is the actual I, this takes over that I am the I. So if I, if I have to just paraphrase uh, your little sort of very useful explanation, Atna. In some ways, you're saying that, use the word seed, so it's like the subtle body in a sort of, you know, seed form with a combination of the three gunas, of the root of the three gunas, which then reflects into the way we are. Which Correct. Correct. And uh, because we have a mix of Tamo and Rajo, we are less kind of clear about the original eye. Correct. And completely veils it, a little bit of it. It has veiled it who we are really. Yeah, it veils what we are really. But I'm just going back to the definition of Sato and, and the three gunas. Yeah. But then are we saying that? should be all sato or more sato the more sato you are you will be able to reflect that brahman better and if you yeah, I, 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 all this I, I, thing you become one with god yeah but i mean it isn't are, are we then saying tamo which is action right rajo is action so is rajo bad then or not good so it's not bad yeah. in, this, in this maya in this world it is not a bad thing you need to have that Otherwise, exactly. Otherwise, you're not acting because exactly. what what I mean. is, they're not, they're not, they don't think they're doing anything. They're not the real doers. They're not uh, uh, asat. They, they don't expect anything from us, right? So as soon and, as and, and, and that's my confusion. Sorry, uh, you know, you're right. I mean, as as kind of cross bodies, we need tamo and we need rajo as well, right? Uh, and so that's one part of it. On the other hand, we're saying that. If we are more sato, right, we'll see it more clearly, right? Isn't there a contradiction in some ways? Depends on what you want, right? So in this living in this sansar, you definitely need Rajogun and Tamogun. But mm. if you 
See, but even when Ishwar, when they take avatar, they do everything. Yeah. So you can continue to do everything. You can continue to act in this world as well. Even though you may be then established in Brahman eventually, but you can continue, but the body will not drop. The body will only drop when the prarabdha gets over. The work will so still the, be done. So the, so the proportion is the, is the key. I think you can act it. What does that mean? When you say act it? If you are, if you eventually realize you have pure Satogarn, you will know your real self to be Brahman. But it's not that your body will drop. You will know who you are. But you can still use this body as, um, as, a, as an instrument. Actually, for the, pur the, the purpose of this body is Andhakaran or whatever it is, a current. It's an instrument. So you'll keep mm. using it, but you'll not be attached to it. So I think yeah, the, I need to process that a little more. So let me clarify one thing. So in, uh, in the Gita, and I think there is a phrase which says that a person who has gone through this entire process and quote unquote realized that he is the Brahman, they, they use, uh, Krishna uses an example that it's like a burnt uh, fried seed, okay? So basically what it means is that um, the seed has the potential to spring forth the plant, correct? And it could even spring, spring forth a big banyan tree. But you take the same seed, you fry it on a pan, okay? Then it has lost its potential to manifest anything, okay? But it still looks like a seed. Okay? So what, Alpana, if, if I understood what you said is uh, understood right, my, my sense is that, you know, the person who goes through this process increases his sattva guna and then over a period of time realizes that he is a Brahman, okay? And then the body will not, you know, he will not die off on that day. The mind will not die off. But then the mind and body will become, it will still continue to look like a person, like the way that we, we look today, but he will, he will have a different mindset that is not going to produce any more desires in him. That's how I have understood it. You will use it as a car or as any, any, anything. You will take care of it, <laughs> but you will not be, you will not think that you are that. And in fact, then you start thinking of everyone to be like that because the consciousness is one. So in fact, they act out of more compassion because everything is themselves. So like you will take care of yourself, you start taking care of everybody. So, uh, so just question. So if you look at sort of the Ishwar, right, the gods, right, they are also in in uh, Maya form. Yes. Or in in whatever, right? Yeah, in in yeah, they manifest, right? Uh, so they are more sattva, therefore. Sorry, they are. They they have more sattagun. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we're talking one about the Ishwar, which is the, the topmost and then from which all the gods come, all these uh, devtas come, sorry. Devtas or even... Sorry, is Ishwar Maya? Sorry, just let me clarify that. Uh, the, the Ishwar is Nirgun Nirakar. So it is, it has not yet taken the... See, when you read, say, Shiv, Shiv Puran, they say Shiv is the Karan and then everything springs forth from him. If you take Vishnu Puran, Narayan is the Karan. 
in the unmanifested so, form and from him everybody else comes so ishvara is the karana karana okay. part of it that's okay. right yeah because so actually, right so the subtle and the and yeah. the so, has not come. So, so if i just repeat to your question i mean at least and I, this is this is obviously a lot of detail and uh, i'm myself not very clear but at least the way i try to understand karana uh, karana sharira is that it is basically yourself as in the the subtle body in a seed or sort of unmanifested form correct that's where that's where it's it's almost like you know that's where the subtle body and then the gross body comes out of that's how mm -hmm. i simplistically try to understand it does that sort of is that a reasonable yeah. explanation alpana okay right that's that's how i remember understanding it as well i mean from the seed comes the tree right so whatever the characteristics of the tree are in the seed form even though it is so small and it's that potential is there that potential is in the unmanifest form and then if later on the potential is uh, is manifest when it becomes a plant and then a tree right so uh, but if you also uh, I, I, I correct me if i'm wrong here so um if you look at it from uh, the, the the different elements, so there is the gross um, uh, the gross body is made up of gross elements. Subtle body is made up of subtle elements. Causal body is made up of just the um, the fundamental kind of uh, potential of that element, which is made up of three gunas, right? So the, the it's even before the the subtle elements. Yeah. Mm. Even yeah, even before the subtle elements as well. But it, it is still made up of the three gunas, or is it not? It actually, is. that's what I was trying to explain. Actually, sattva gun right. or ishvara causal sharir is pure sattva gun. Right. Plus it is the malin right. sattva gun. Because I was just trying right. to explain where yes. that ignorance comes from. It comes from mm. right. Yeah. So if you were to draw a micro and a macro aspect of it, in the micro side, which is where the causal body is, but on the macro side at the universal level. There is the causal. Um, uh, there is a causal body for the universe as well, right? So the way I understood this um, is that initially, in the beginning, there was just the causal. Uh, when the world um, is ri right now in the expansion phase, but eventually it it starts to uh, uh, collapse, right, and collapses yeah. back to this causal unit, which is yeah. made up of the three gunas, and they are in equilibrium in the beginning. Right, which means that there's the same amount of sattva, rajas, and tamoguna, and at yeah. some point there is a a small disturbance which causes the equilibrium to break. Right, um, and to correct that, it starts to uh, create things, and and everything that is that we say as world today starts from there. So to yeah. me, uh, uh, that became like a you know I drew the parallel to the Big Bang, right? In the sense, yeah. in the beginning there was just uh, one thing. And then there was a, a, a stability problem. Well, I don't know what you call that, um, which led Actually, to everything else that happened. What show happens in that, and I yeah. don't know how to translate that into any. Yeah. yeah. So that is on the macro side. So there is a parallel on both sides, uh, as explained in the Gita, right? I mean, on even in Tattva Bodha, for that matter, That's uh, right. on both yeah. sides. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I missed what you said. I. Your voice was choppy. I missed what you said sometime back, just a minute back. Shob. Oh. Ah. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Mm. That's the word used in in Sanskrit that when they are in equilibrium, 
there is a show that happens which is which creates a ripple and then everything comes and then up. it it is uh, yeah it so uh, the other thing is obviously we should point out that uh, one guna is not bad uh, we shouldn't think of it that way right in the, the sense that uh, we want predominance of sattva but without uh, rajo and tamo it's not possible to kind of at least uh, the way i see it it's not possible to not have the other two right and it's not desirable either right because we we're acting it comes out of uh, your performing action it comes out of the rajogun in you and tamogun is needed because you need rest and that's when that is uh, needed right um so in a way everything plays a part um predominantly uh, this is this my understanding but, uh, predominantly you want it to be sattva but again it changes over a period of time uh or a bit of large amount of time but even within the day within a few hours you can see it changing you can see it changing right in the sense that you can feel different you will feel different when you eat something or when you do certain other things the yeah. level of energy that you feel is very different depending on what you've done yeah. um and that's how we, uh, i i think i i see it as um, the gunas getting in different proportions absolutely yeah. be that flash of moment when you will be in a complete sattva gun when the when that anubhuti will happen when happen. because that your mind needs to be absolutely still absolutely so still. needs to be exactly. for that moment once you know that then the body will have its own gunas based upon your prana anyways but you yeah. will know that you are not that can i take one more minute here i mean actually two more minutes <laughs> um Uh, i think rajesh mentioned about the burnt seeds this is where it is tying up really well with sanskaras or vasanas right because um you know we are talking whatever we do now let's say we we become enlightened or we we figure out how to become uh, predominantly sattvic right through all these different things and by knowledge and by practice what happens to everything that we have accumulated over just not just this uh, life but even in the past life that is in us in the subconscious state right and those are still there those are samskaras or vasanas those still exist and those still have the potential those seeds are still there and those can sprout at any point in time depending on what trigger has been provided so what do you do about that right so uh, and and that's where uh, i think rajesh was referring to the burnt seed which is these practices also have kind of the effect of um, uh, the effect of burning those seeds in the subconscious so that it doesn't have the potential to sprout right is that is that uh, is that just, how we, uh... oh no i'm back that is correct kishore that's correct the ignorance part is uh, anadi it has got no beginning but it always has an end mm. the end date is the date when You're when in. we realize that we are brahman so two questions one is kishore you were talking about as a seed so that causal body is basically the seed is that what you're saying yeah can be okay. equated to a seed just like uh, as a as a comparison a seed right. which a plant and a tree comes up okay. so the potential and, is in the seed right now when you were talking uh, you said shoma gets introduced so my question is who introduces that shob it happen shob sorry shob that's what so you can't have a cause before the yeah <laughs> before the before it starts yeah, no the, the, this is this is the no, end but, of the chain uh, of no, the causal but, chain but, but, 
Right, but my point is, who's who's the guy or or the see, whatever exist? See, it is only to explain what you see around. It doesn't really exist. So why it why it doesn't exist? Because it doesn't exist. <laughs> but the logic breaks down there, right? So you know, VP. You know, it's it's it, this is where I think you know I used to get confused. And this, one day I listened to one one of the Swamiji's lectures, and they very said, an example means it's an example to explain similarities, but also please remember, example means it also has dissimilarities within it. So you can't explain everything with an example. You just have to appreciate it. Yes, okay, it seems to give me a direction, saying that this seems to be the right, but there should be something else beyond that. So it's it's anirvachani. It's impossible to explain it. But you can and, still try to explain it with some words. And see, when it says ignorance, you can't say when did the ignorance start? Because if you say, "Oh, I am ignorant of German," since when are you ignorant of German? This is famous example from Swami Sarvapriyanand. Oh, since birth. Oh, that means before birth you knew German? No, I did not. <laughs> But it will end the moment I start learning German. <laughs> So ignorance never has a has a beginning. Actually, even in real context, you cannot say when when did you start to be ignorant. When I realized that I did not know something that I'm interested in, right? That's when you realize that you're not. You realize, but did you know before that that you're not ignorant because you did? No, you are mostly ignorant. My thing is that you're mostly ignorant. You are you by. Yeah. You don't know anything, right? When you are born, you don't know anything. No, born so, of this body, right? So we are talking about this this self, which has been continuing forever. Okay, we'll we'll take it offline. But I was just curious, like who who's this? Who's introducing this shoma? And that shob is shob. in reference to kal. So when the the Brahma gets up, that is when the shob happens. So this is not the beginning, beginning, beginning of everything. But it is because we have the creation and dissolution every every kalp, every four chaturyogi. There is an anshik pralay. <laughs> ah, so okay, so that makes more sense, right? That this is the cycle of uh, cycle of life. Like we wake up so like that when Brahma wakes up, exactly. the creation starts. So that is when that show happens. But when the first show happened, you cannot say. And how it so, happens, we don't know. So when the pralay happens, uh, what 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 kind of So it goes back into Maya so again. Just let's hope we are not around when it happens. The example the is, yeah. is given that form, okay. mm -hmm. you can think of it as lots of pots in sea, and they contain water, and you submerge them into the sea. You can't see them, but actually the individual seeds of the individuals are maintained even during pralay. And when the, the nutrition starts, so we don't get rid of the our karmas even after pralay. So it, so the yeah. seed continues, the karana continues. The karana right. continues. That it it dissolves dissolves into that kar uh, to the seed. And that karana is again, as you said, anadi, like it's beginningless. Correct. Hmm. And then the third question. Yeah. 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 And the third question now I've forgotten what the question was. It'll come back to me. But, But again, we uh, just uh, yeah. sorry the point that I was kind of I mentioned in my in my post. I kind of related quite. I, I was able to relate it quite nicely. This Karana piece with the Big Bang, in the sense that think of you know the Big Bang being like a like a single kind of atom or dot of 
point amount of potential energy right so it's in potential form right and then if you if you look at the sort of the whole big bang theory it kind of then sort of opens out and you know we everything kind of came into creation right absolutely so it, it's almost like a similar yes. sort of analogy with karanat is that how i kind of right. i'm able right. to kind of relate to it now it is yeah. you know when i don't understand sorry this is not supposed to be funny but when i don't understand i just go back to uh, this uh, nirvana shikam <laughs> <laughs> so in, in fact you know it was so funny uh, we ended last class and i thought okay let me start reading and i read the first line and i said see self is non dual so not self does not exist then why read anything about not self right and i closed it i opened it again two days later i read that same statement closed it and kept it so finally i read it you know last night so sorry uh, rajesh didn't answer any of your quiz questions <laughs> thought i'll answer them after i read it and it's just nobody answered i was wondering i i i, I thought i would but i forgot about it i think more post kind of kind of came up afterwards i i mean honestly i saw the quizzes but i said i'm too focused on chaturmasa and frankly i'm not i'm not enjoying this book to be honest with you this uh, saunders book is not helping me so but 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 bp i'll tell you something uh, what has kind of you absolutely right when i read it the first time uh, I, i got to like 10 odd pages and i was all muddled in my head but if you have the patience and sort of some time uh, you know uh, parmatmanand ji is is really nice is really good i mean he he has actually explained it in fact on the causal uh, thing i re I, i heard his i think lecture 10 or 11 i can't remember again 10 10 i think yeah and and actually if you you know with all this conversation in the background vp if you just hear it one more time i think a lot of these principles will start to clarify yeah in fact if i had read beyond that first statement it does explain why read about it <laughs> yeah and and i came back to the uh, you know sanders uh, text and i could then relate to it a lot better rather than sort of the other way around so you know again everyone has their own sort of uh, way of doing it but i would really encourage everyone to try and sort of listen to him you know in the morning is always nice it kind of settles nicely in your head right? yeah i know i listen to in, in fact what i can what i can suggest is you know when you guys want to do any meditation right you know just forget about the meditation just listen to the swami ji for 30 minutes or 45 minutes yeah. and you know that's time well spent trust me you know it's like amazing uh, uh, see at the end of the day what were we doing you know uh, i recall in fact uh, maybe i should i should share that in the in the in the in the whatsapp group i will share that i came across a couple of um, uh, talks by swami dayananda okay there are 10 lectures on youtube and the topic is vedanta to solve everyday's problems okay i am at, at i am at lecture 3 in that he goes through this entire thing about definition of who is god he goes about that he says you know he says the people submit him a bunch of questions and so many papers right he says okay he reads all of them and he says i think all of them have a common theme let me put this aside and talk to you about the theme the first two topics he talks about who is god right and then then he makes all these issues as non issues that's what he's trying to do in the whole thing i, I will i will post that particular thing why am i saying that is you know i think um, the whole in in one of the things what he says in that is every time we are doing something when we have a better understanding of what we do right better knowledge about what we what we're doing then it becomes a lot more easier otherwise it's always the ignorance that that's that's coming across 
So, in unfortunately, in this topic, right, we have to we have to learn and learn the way that the scriptures have been taught through the tradition, not with our own knowledge. Yes. So we have to we have to say this: Yes, I am ignorant of this particular topic, and I'm going to go read about this, learn about this. And if you spend the time, the moment you spend the puzzle pieces will start fitting in. So strongly, strongly recommend. You know, please, uh, you know, forget about the practice, uh, spiritual practice that you do. Listen to it first. Yeah, and the, the reason I explained is because the whole concept of this God and the, the Ishwar and individual and why God knows everything because and how we are, we say now we are part of Ishwar. This is how we are part of Ishwar. So the collective intellect is Ishwar's intellect. Collective body is Ishwar's body. So uh, you listen to it multiple times and it will start making sense. I mean, first time definitely it will go over the head. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to explain, yeah. So I remember my third question, which was, uh, Alpna, when you were talking about Ishwar and then us. So the way to understand is the way to understand is that the consciousness is even above Ishwar, right? Because that's pure. Is that pure sat sattvic uh, thing or beyond even that. beyond that, right? It's that's beyond that, yeah. Beyond that, okay. yeah. Right, okay. Satvaraj. That's why it's called Nirguna. Yeah, yeah. right. No, so again, sorry. Me, uh, we finish up. Yeah. So I was just uh, just one one minute more, uh, Ajay. So for me, I think this I'm finding uh, reading this Saunders book on Tattva Buddha very very uh, sort of dry and very different from what we have been using. So I think the delta is that you guys are listening to uh, Swamiji's lectures as part of this, and therefore the concepts are becoming clearer. I'm not doing that as yet because I just thought. When I get into it, then I want to just keep going. And I guess that's the disconnect why I'm sort of not able yeah, to follow but, but, what this but, book is talking but, about. But do that, do that, VP. It'll help you. I think it helps, certainly helped me because you, I was in the same sort of space as you are. Um, but just one clarification, uh, uh, you know, Ishwara, you said is Nirguna. But I thought Nirguna is only the I, the Atma. Not Ishwara is Karana, right? Ishwar is Nirakar actually. It's not Nirakar. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not Nirguna. Nirakar. Yeah. Okay. Sagun Nirakar. Sorry. Yeah. Sagun Nirakar. Okay. Got it. Cool. Thank you. Hmm. Brahm is Nirgun Nirakar. And then comes the Sagun Nirakar and then Sagun Sakar. Yes. We'll actually thank you. We'll actually get to that after we take after our diversion of Tattabodha is done once we get back into the uh, yeah. Gita. Yeah. Look, I think we will actually get into defining who God is. Then our concept about God will just blow away completely. That's totally another totally different topic. Trust me, it's so exciting to listen to that. So, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, you know, another way of explaining this causal body, right? You know, the way that intuitively that I try to, I try to understand this is uh, in a slightly different way. So here is what I, uh, I, I have understood, right? So when, when we uh, think about a dream experience, okay? Mm. In the dream experience, um, who is the one who is actually dreaming? The person who is sleeping, correct? And mm. he projects so many people, so many characters and everything, right? And, uh, and those characters interplay and all that all those things are happening within that particular dream and then suddenly the dream just vanishes 
okay and then the person has actually gone into the 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 person who is sleeping has gone into some state where there is no dreams and he does not know who he is he does not know whether he is a you know a, a person or a dog or a monkey he has no clue okay so and use and putting that in the same way so at that state right the potential of what he could become in terms of either his dream or in terms of what he is going to wake up to is not known in that state you get the point what i'm saying that's the causal state and that that causal state basically what it means is a dog sleeping will experience the same state the deep sleep of the dog and the deep sleep of rajesh singamedu will also experience the same state which means there's no difference in the way that particular quality of that particular that deep sleep is okay that part what exists is that universal brahman only that exists along with the ignorance the maya because when you wake up okay or when the dog wakes up you know maybe the dog will not articulate but we articulate i slept well but i had no clue what happened that ignorance continues with us that's the causal body that we talk about so, so is the is, so is is the in terms of the three sleeps uh, three states of whatever avasthas right the deep sleep and the karna equate to each other is that what you say so say it again the 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 deep sleep avastha and yeah. the causal body body is that the same yeah. thing no 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 oh yeah it is the same thing yes it is the same thing and in fact maybe science has proven this i do not know but uh, i was reading somewhere um if we have to let the process of sleep itself happens like this you are awake then you go then mm-hmm. you don't dream immediately you go instantly for let's say you sleep you instantly go into deep sleep okay and from deep sleep you either get wake up and come to the waking state or you start dreaming mm-hmm. and then let's say you're dreaming from dreaming if you're awake let's say you really wake up okay it's impossible for you to wake up from a dream and come back into the real state you have to go back to the causal state and then get back to wake up waking state it's like a pit stop okay between these two states waking and dreaming states so basically you know think about it this way the import of that particular uh, what uh, what i'm trying to explain here is that everything starts from there your waking up your dreaming starts from that state which is deep sleep that is where the causal state is if you look at it from the perspective of uh, of the of the deep sleep state if you look at it from that perspective everything starts from there right so we can if you look at it from our active state uh, uh, then it's like hey we are going into deep sleep but if you look at it from the perspective of deep sleep oh uh, oh it might go into a dream state or it might go into a waking state so it's produced from there it starts from there yeah in that sense it's yeah. a seed and and that is so yeah yeah and that is why that is why you know it's also it's also said that it doesn't matter what how comfortable the bed you are using to sleep okay or how discomfort the floor that you are having because the moment you go into the causal state the deep sleep state 
you really don't know whether the world exists or not you really don't know your body exists or not you really don't know your mind exists or not you really don't know your senses exists or not you really don't know whether you have an ego or not you have nothing okay all you know is that there is ignorance because when you wake up you come back and say yes i was ignorant and the difference between what we are trying to do is we are trying to uh, we are trying to go be in that state of deep sleep but without the ignorance part completely yeah that's all the deep sleep is used the deep sleep is used as an example for moksha yeah mm-hmm. they say that you know you can be if you are in deep sleep you know you are moksha but the point is it's really not moksha it's an example of moksha but you but you you'll see this entire yeah. world but you'll see this entire world when you wake and woken up but you know dalpana used this words but you you know that it is maya then it really don't matter you're totally aware and then you are seeing this thing you'll interact with them like a burnt seed but you'll not create any new vasanas by yourself just just technically i mean you said you know if you go into deep sleep that's an equivalent of moksha but isn't that uh, uh, equivalent of going back into the karana sharira and not so i'm i'm trying to do, sort of in my mind saying there's atma and then there is karana sharira right so, so when you so you dissolve into the karana sharira right when you are yeah. in deep sleep yeah so real moksha is when you just don't have the ignorance part but otherwise rest of the experience is same you know <laughs> okay no I, I, so I'll, I'll, so I'll uh, you know this is uh, you uh, my 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 suggestion is you know I, from where we are on the in the study of the text right causal body is really a complex topic and i can i can tell you that you know uh, i probably would have understood maybe 0.0000 whatever percentage of that particular you know understanding of causal body my my suggestion is you know forget about the causal body at this point of time let's deal with the gross body and the physical and the subtle bodies understand that a yeah. little better because what is relevant in our journey of understanding gita is not the causal body it is it will get relevant at some point of time but by the time we would have probably matured in our understanding because if you are stuck here right in the causal body we will be stuck in ignorance here completely let's move on from causal body okay so in the uh, let me ask a question in the dream we when we see ourselves in the dream the, the dream body has a mind is it same as our mind yes i would say yes because the dreams only reflect what we do in our in our real waking up stage isn't it Which or, or, or 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 it's always based on prior experience in some some shape or form so it's projected yes but the body that is here it has a different mind a new mind and the whole new subtle body is also created because you eat food and you go into sleep and you eat again and then you are hungry again and then within the sleep oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. you're not hungry when you when you actually wake up right so entirely new system is created inside so that's why dream is a very good example of how this world is if you ever want to think of an example it's the closest example so it's yeah. worth, just it's interesting just to observe 
Interesting. And also a curious, a curious question to all of you. Um, I have been doing this, uh, you know, research, asking people about this. Have you ever dreamt without you being in the dream? Actually, that's why when all of you started talking about the dream, it's very rarely that when I dream, firstly, yeah, if I dream, I never see myself. I see something happening or experiencing, but I never see myself as a vision. As a body, as a body, yeah. yeah. No, but then you don't see yourself as well while operating in the real world, right? It's always like as mm. if I'm watching the play. So it need not be me um, being a participant there. It's like as if, I mean, okay, I'm a participant because I can see it. But it's like as if this is the surreal thing about I'm somewhere else and I'm just watching, like being in a theater. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. part of the dream, <laughs> being chased by dogs or whatever, but it is. <laughs> For me, it has been both ways, where I am a participant yeah. and I am not a participant. So it just depends on the day. And sometimes I have completely uh, deep sleep sleep, especially like two weeks ago, there was a period where I was just waking up and I was just saying, wow, there was no dream this time. I could not recollect any dream. And then there are some nights which are just full of dreams only. There is no deep sleep, it seems. Yeah, there is always deep sleep, Mr. Rajesh. Yeah. No, because I've been, like, since we started talking about for the last few months, I've been, const I've been consciously, get when I get up in the morning, I reflect on, okay, how much was my dreaming part versus the, you know, deep sleep part. Like, just to ballpark it, just to say that, you know, am I experiencing more deep sleep uh, or not? And uh, uh, sorry, going sideways from the main thing. But yeah, I mean, uh, so I've been actually consciously keeping track of it on a almost on a daily basis that how much is the dreaming. And, and when it goes to the dream side, like you're sometimes a participant and sometimes you're just having fun and you're seeing things and you're saying, Wow, this is a lot of fun. Let's continue dreaming. I mean, you're literally consciously... So how, so, this, is, this is the worst part. Like, literally, you're consciously like... You will wake up... So This morning, I'm sorry to go off tangent here. This morning, it started raining outside, right? And the uh, windows were moving around. And I, I woke up, I took care of the window. And I said, let me go back to that dream. Now it was nice. <laughs> so, VP... How do you, so how do you explain here is that? Here, here is the here is the thing, right? You know uh, what what is very important to reflect with the question what Alpana is asking, right? Is that any different the dream experience what we have any different from the waking life experience what we have? Oh, that's right. That's because that holds the clue to say that okay, looks like there's something wrong in the way that we are perceiving this world, mm. right? No, yes. that's the, and that's not an easy topic. Correct. A good one, yeah. I love that one. I I, I read that up separately, Alpha. It was fascinating. Okay. <laughs> yes, I go to bed tonight. I'll send it around. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. Sorry, what did you say? No, no so I'm going to go to bed tonight, hoping that I'm going to dream. I barely <laughs> dream, so that's my going to be what I'm going to hope for. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So here is the thing, right? In in a dream, I have, uh, uh, you know, fortunately for me, uh, unlike my wife, you know, I don't get too many dreams. Um, uh, if I get a dream, it means that means I've had a bad bad sleep 
bad night that day. So, but whenever I've had a dream, you know, either I have been a participant half the half of my dreams, and other half of my dreams is like total like a movie movie going on, like what uh, Anu you described, right? Like it it just happens just like that. But most of the time, I end up being a participant, you know, like what Alpana you described, you know, chased by dogs or cats or climbing up a tree or climbing down, whatever, some some stuff that you really don't know. Anirvachaniyam dreams that comes. My dreams are so real that sometimes I forget whether I dreamt it or it really happened in my life. <laughs> so so there, 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 there was a mention somewhere that everything that we dream has happened to us before kind of thing. So, or, you know, it could be either in this birth or previous birth or you know, in in a different sequence, maybe. But the fact that get taken care in dreams. So. Mm. <laughs> so I don't really get chased by dogs, but only in dreams. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. So it could be, yeah, it could be the prarabdha. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So maybe yeah, from the past or. Yeah, I mean, as they say, quite, quite... content is not important. You are important. Who's watching it and how you were there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. just one point, Rajesh, I just okay. wanted to kind of, talking about sort of Sula and uh, Sukshma Shariran. I mean, the one thing which sort of at least helped me think through this whole cycle of life and death was the fact that, you know, this gross body, the gross body will kind of die at the end of our, you know, life or our physical life. But this Sula Sharira kind of goes from, goes into another gross body, a physical body. Right. Sukshma Sharir. The Sukshma Sharir. And so that kind of perpetuates longer. And so when we talk about life after death, it's the Sukshma Sharir which continues. Uh, and uh, at some point, I guess it goes into causal form. But that's separate. But I'm saying, to me, the whole cycle of life and death, I guess, is driven by the, by the Sukshma Sharir. And that was kind of helpful because I think that's Correct. a question that I've had for the longest time. That's right. Correct. Correct. And and that carries the karma. Thank you. That was my question several sort of uh, weeks back as to where does the karma bank sort of reside? Yeah. And it Correct. seems like it, it kind of it, it's kind of associated or attached to the to the Sula Sharira. The subtle body. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and uh, remember the uh, analogy that I was describing about, you know, you go back into the deep, deep sleep state and come back to dream and then or to the waking state. Right. So after one dies, what happens is the, the, the whatever that we have done in this particular birth, the karmas, you know, they, they, they get go along with your, your subtle body and then it, it, go, it goes and from your causal body, you know, some other it gets adds on to that karma, whatever already is there. And then that Lord Almighty will figure out how we have to be born back again, whether as a human being or as a tree or as a dog or as a monkey, that that will determine some other old part of the karma, what you had. Okay. Not rather what the, the, the old accumulated karma, what you have. Sanchita karma. Right. So mm. at the end of the day, from a practical point of view, why this is relevant for us is, you know, think about it, you know, we live only for about 100 years, maybe 70 years, 80 years, that's it. This body lives only that much time. And spending too much time to do things, because time is the most important currency that we have in our life. Spending too much time to take care of comforts for the body may not be important beyond this particular 70 or 80 years that this body lives, right? But there are some things at the same time that we can do that can nourish the mind. 
because the mind is carried forward on that goes forward yeah mm-hmm. so i had okay. a question uh, you know when i was reading about this part uh, rajesh that you were just describing i was just curious again not related but the question came to my mind that how long does it take for all that math to happen and then you know how long does it take for you to get transferred into another body you are underestimating the processing power of that supercomputer <laughs> no, no that's why i'm curious like you know because i was reading somewhere or swami ji was saying somewhere that you know it uh, that your your like what rajesh was describing that you know it takes a few moments before your body dies and the atma coming out and all that stuff and moving on so so you know fine it's probably less than 24 hours this happens but the, as rajesh was describing that all that your your hisab kitab goes with you into a different body so that hisab kitab like how how long does it take to get into the new body what i was just wondering you know i was just curious actually there yeah, is actually, time frame you can be born yeah. very quickly or you can be stuck for lakhs of years because what thought you died with you have to come back mm. in that form so when that combination will be possible so it's a it's a complicated system it's right? a tough and also you know from a, from a science perspective also when 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 a, a woman has conceived right okay looks like for the first maybe two and a half months there is no only the body is developing there is nothing inside okay so the the quote unquote the life does not come for the first two two and a half months or maybe three months the first trimester that's 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 what that's what somewhere i've read it's only at the end of the third month okay that that whatever that wandering thing which has determined that it has to be born in this lady's uh, stomach will get in there right that's why in our uh, uh, that's why they say in most of the religions if you look at it they say you know aborting after the third month is a crime that's the reason because till that time it's just you know haddi mams developing that's it it's just that it's got a different uh, compartment for it to develop otherwise that's it it's okay and then you could go into sort of is that sort of that chaurasi laugh yoni or whatever that phase is so yeah. you could you could go into any of those those creations is it that's right so including of the devtas yeah ras anything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is mind boggling yeah <laughs> it is it is mind boggling because they say that there are some some 80 80 lakh crore yeah, eight, species lakh of life forms and and then and then and then to confuse you further just on a lighter note being born as a virus what what would covid be thinking you know now unfortunately <laughs> 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 i think it doesn't have a brain to think <laughs> ग्रुप <laughs> that nirvana sukam is so 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 powerful it just keeps telling Very. you that you know all this is like immaterial everything that you are reading or 
doing it's just all you know yeah and every time you and every time you hear it it, it kind of reinforces it right yeah exactly yeah yeah also yeah, you the, among among all the nirvana shatkams that i've heard uh, the first one that you sent in the group was the best i i feel because it you know it also gives you uh, the uh, on the on the this thing the meaning and the you know words being spoken and all can it be put in put on the timeline or somewhere where it can be accessed very very easily it's uh, there know? in the in the doc share but um, yeah in the me- because it's there rajan already i think anu has done the job of uh, uh, putting it there acha yeah. so uh, yeah. okay yeah we have to open the actual excel file and then go there right that's right yeah, yeah. okay 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 I I I like so the that's a good I mean, lead you you had you had suggested uh, from meditative mind it's it's kind of the way alpna you recited it's slow and with uh, a lot of enunciation so you can catch each sort of word quite clearly and that kind of helps you relate to it a lot better I think I was just briefly saying that when you get into this path so there are three types of broadly classified seekers so one is uttam adhikari so vp that's the that's where they don't want to understand how this world works and they directly just go to the you know the 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 enlightenment part and then the madhyam and the kanishth adhikari so kanishth is the one which gets most into this tark vitark of you know uh, how and why and okay then why this world is appearing so yeah you can go from anywhere you don't necessarily need to understand and mm. the mind can be you know explained by just saying all this is mithya all right with that uh, 753 now i think uh, alpana over to you so if you don't mind alpana we will repeat uh, verse 1 verse 2 once yeah so after you we will repeat and then verse 3 we will split it into you know four parts and then you you lead us there okay. so all of us will mute our mics and uh, we will repeat twice after you repeat okay sure over to you mano buddhya hankara chittani naham na cha shrotra jihave na cha ghran netre न चोम भूमि न तेजो न वायु चिदानंदूप शिवोहम शिवोहम चिदानंदूप शिवोहम शिवोहम
न प्राण संज न वै पंच वायु न न मे द्वेष रागौ न मे लोभ मोहौ न मे मदो न मे द्वेष रागौ न मे लो सॉरी न मे द्वेष रागौ न मे लोभ मोहौ मदो नैव मे नैव मात्सर्य भावः न धर्मो न चार्थो न कामो न मोक्षः
सच्चिदानंदरूप शिवोहम शिवोहम चिदानंदरूप शिवोहम शिवोहम न धर्मो न चार्थो न कामो न मोक्ष चिदानंदरूप शिवोहम शिवोहम चिदानंदरूप शिवोहम शिवोहम न मे द्वेशौ न मे लोभ मोह मदो ने धर्मो न चार्थो न कामो न मोक्ष चिदानंदरूप शिवोहम शिवोहम चिदानंदरूप शिवोहम शिवोहम Thank you so much, Alpana. That was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice day. Okay. All right, everybody. Have a nice day, and uh, we'll see you next weekend. What are we doing Thank next you. week? Next weekend. Yeah, okay. that was a question. That uh, should we uh, continue with the same twelve uh, to seventeen, or should we move forward? What do you What do you feel? 
I am okay moving forward. Yeah, I think just given that a lot of it is interrelated, uh, you know, in the three uh, different forms of shariras, or not not the shariras, but the koshas and the avastas, I think we should move ahead because they all kind of converge at some level, right? Yeah, I also agree. So let's go till page twenty. Till mm. uh, till it says conclusion, the self is none of these, right? Till then we'll read. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, all everyone. Right. Have a I'm sorry. This, you know, uh, I, of all the texts that I looked around, I could find this was the simplest, but I know it is a little confusing. So that's why I tried to put some Sanskrit words in the uh, in the uh, uh, shared Excel sheet. Please look it up. It's very important that you know. we get familiarized with the sanskrit words for example we should not be talking about causal body subtle body and all you know we should be talking about sthula sharira sukshma sharira that will be much more easier for us to relate okay yeah sounds good all right have a blessed day thank you for listening everyone